if you're a fan of Terminator, Terminator 2, remember that uh, film where, of course, they had the uh, shape-shifting T-1000 robot? This was in a Judgment Day. That was kind of the stuff of many people's nightmares. Well, if that was your nightmare, it may actually eventually become a reality. Because researchers have created what they're what they're deeming a Terminator-like liquid metal that has got the ability to actually stretch horizontally and vertically, as well as, believe it or not, change shape, according to a brand new study. So welcome in science guy Dan Riskin for more on this. He joins us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Dan, good hey, afternoon Jeff. and happy Friday. Thank you. How are you, Jeff? Uh, I'm okay, thank you, although I'm a little freaked out because I remember seeing Terminator 2. I haven't seen it in a while, but uh, the bad guy there and that shape-shifting uh, is the stuff of nightmares, isn't it? You're not kidding. That was a good movie. It's rare that a sequel stands up as well as the original, and I would say, honestly, like Terminator is a solid movie. I think Terminator 2 is scarier, and so the fact that there's some science that's like, did we learn nothing from the Terminator series that we should stop <laughs> moving science towards robots that can kill us? And yet here we are like, oh, this is just like in the movie. What a great idea. So now we've made this metal that can change shape. So, well, tell us know, a bit about are. this, Dan. This is a research that was recently published in Applied Materials and Interfaces. Yes, I know that's your favorite journal. It's also one of my favorites. I read it all the time. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, I, you know what? I saw I saw this going by, and I did a little bit of digging on it, and I found the original article and read it. And, and so basically, uh, the idea is that metals that can change shape, you know, not just chasing police cars and sticking their daggers into them and stuff like that. There are other things that they could do, um, like to reach between two uh, different parts of an electronic circuit uh, or to stretch and reach to help with something. Um, there are things you could do with a metal that could change shape. So this has been a bit of a holy grail for researchers in the field. And the challenge has been that um, if you try to take a big ball of metal and change its shape, whether you do it with magnets or you do it with, with electrical charges or whatever, it usually just breaks apart into two blobs or it you know lies so flat on the ground because it weighs so much that it can't really pull itself up. And so, and the other thing is that it rusts really quickly. And so there are all these reasons that it just hasn't been able to work. But these researchers found like the magic potion where they took some liquid metal, you know, something sort of like mercury that most people are familiar with, but right. some other metals, and they added iron shavings into it to give it magnetic properties. And then they found they were able to move it around quite a bit and they were get, able to get it to stand up a little bit and stretch it between two things and light up a circuit and all this stuff. And so really what they were doing is playing with a little thing in a Petri dish, but they're arguing that this is the first step on the way to the, the happy T-1000 scenario. Well, you know, I'm just looking at the photos of the Petri dish, and this looks exactly like the movie. If you remember the film, this liquid metal uh, changing shapes, just again in the small Petri dish, it looks exactly like that uh, T-1000, uh, what uh, he was made up of. But you think that this, uh, we shouldn't be afraid of this technology where we're going with this, that it can actually be used for good. Well, you know what? I don't know that it could be used for good. The thing that about this article that killed me and made me actually like yell at the paper is that <laughs> they're like, this is just like the movie The Terminator. And then they blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, no, no. It was Terminator 2. Have you not even seen the movie? Like, how can you write a scientific paper and reference The Terminator without even getting the right movie? So <laughs> a little bit, I'm, you know, but, but of course, the whole point of the movie is that it's not the humans we have to worry about. It's the, it's the thing that they're playing with in the Petri dish. So whether they've they sparked the beginning of something or not. I guess only time will tell. But it does, it does look like the T-1000, and so they're using magnets 
you know, neodymium magnets to make this blob stretch between two different parts of the Petri dish. And using that, they can light up an LED. The other thing they're excited about is that they can use those same magnets to make this thing stand up a little bit. And they've got it moving around inside a liquid. And they, you know, they've got it, the, the magnets are strong enough to make it pull itself up out of the liquid a little bit, sort of like a, an amphibian rearing its head so that it can reach up to touch an electrical uh, anode and yeah. complete a circuit. So, you know, they're, they're I, you know, not only are they stretching the metal, I think they're stretching the significance of it a little bit, okay. but it's definitely <laughs> a first step. And it's definitely something, you know, it, when we look back, we'll remember this paper is, you know, nobody even noticed it, but there it was right in front of us. That was the beginning. So this is very rudimentary. It's uh, early days. And as you mentioned there, you know, uh, being able to light up circuitry and LED lights and such. But uh, where could this possibly go? I mean, somewhere in the future, could we possibly see, and I hate to keep co going back to Terminator, but yeah. something like a T-1000. Uh, I mean, where is this going to take us into the future, do you think? I mean, my, my real opinion on this is that this is something that might happen deep inside the belly of an electronic beast so that uh, uh, a circuit could change its own shape to, to, to change its job. So you've got some kind of a, a machine and it gets into a new environment where it has to completely change what it's doing from, say, flying to driving. And then using this kind of technology, they could change the physical properties of the circuit so that it does that other thing. Or maybe part of the machine is different. But in terms of the Terminator stuff, um, you know, that is happening all around us. I mean, the, the, art of, the rise of artificial intelligence and, you know, look at these airplanes that they're, they're taking out of the sky right now. That's because of the, you know, the, the autopilot and the computer inside. They're making a dumb mistake. One sensor says one thing and then they're like, well, we need to do a nosedive because we're about to stall. And the pilots are saying, no, no, this is not time to nosedive. And so, you know, the, the, the investigation's not finished, but that's we're, tr we're trusting computers. We're going to have self-driving cars. We have computers running of the electronics in our homes. And a lot of that is tied to the rise of artificial intelligence. I mean, it's, it's, it's not the little Petri dish blob thing that gets us. It's Facebook, you know, and, right. uh, it, you know it's, it's, and it's happening all around us. So it's something we definitely have to be thinking about. But, um, but sometimes when you see it facing, looking at you up from that Petri dish, it feels a little bit more real. Right. You know, I love some of the reactions uh, online, some of the uh, comments. Uh, somebody, uh, you mentioned this earlier, but they're like, yes, it's called mercury. Big deal. Uh, somebody else who says this just in metal reacts to magnets. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think that's part of it is that, you know, they, they spent a long time in the paper talking about why it has been tricky. But I mean, really, if you take mercury, if you want to be a, a nitpicker that sits in your chair and yells at them, I mean, mercury, if you take two magnets and pull the mercury apart, it's going to turn into two separate blobs of mercury. And what this does that's different is that it stays linked. It's got enough of uh, it's the iron inside it that makes it magnetically stick to itself so that it turns into an amoeba that's stretched out in the middle without breaking off into two pieces. And so that's the trick that they're proud of, um, or part of the trick that they're proud of. And, and that's what sets it apart from, uh, from mercury. Um, but, you know, that's the thing is that all these people sitting at home and clicking on an article and, and poo-pooing the scientists, they're just, they're not in the game and they're not the people that are moving the stuff forward. And sometimes what feels like a very small step can turn out to be a huge game because somebody who's working on some other branch is going to see this and say, that is exactly what I need so that I can make my perpetual motion machine or whatever it is they're right. making. So, That's a great point. And really at the end of the day, the only opinion that matters is Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Well, what does yeah. Arnold think of this? <laughs> Yeah, you tell me. I was waiting yeah. for you to play a clip or something. Yeah. Like that. I'm sure I, <laughs> you set it up so beautifully. Uh, yeah, I, 
I uh, I don't know what he thinks about it. He's busy dealing with the president of the United States right now, so I'll let him uh, I'll let him fight that fight, and then he can deal with the T one thousand, which is I think a much smaller threat after that. Okay, Dan Riskin for us this <laughs> afternoon. Dan, appreciate it as always. Have a great weekend. It's always fun. Talk to you later. All right, there goes uh, Dan Riskin.